When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another reaction Monday, Brown style. Oh, yes, indeed. What a wub, a blunder of a game the Browns had yesterday out in Los Angeles. Not exactly the way that we drew it up. Um, You know, it is overreaction Monday. And uh, if you've followed us here on the Fanatical L's Network and our post-game show and all the other shows that have come out since then, um, I had my overreactions uh, last night on the post-game show. And uh, we'll continue talking about those a little bit. Uh, A couple things that come to mind uh, on this late evening, Monday night, continues to be the, 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 the Browns' defense. You know, there's been a lot of uh, chatter out there in social media land about this Browns defense. Where has this Browns defense that was supposed to be spectacular gone? And again, um, certain players, and of course, some of these players are injured. Miles Garrett has been injured, but he's going out there. But if you don't have a 100% Miles Garrett, um, I'm not sure how much good he's going to do. Uh, he hasn't had a sack or any of that even come close the last several weeks, at least the last two weeks. Um, didn't hear his name. Didn't see him much yesterday. You have Zadarius Smith on the other side, you, you know, not seeing a lot of action down there. The Browns have not had a uh, sack on a quarterback in the last two weeks either. No sacks. Yes. Uh, it might be an overreaction, but maybe not. This Browns defense has been a real letdown again. And uh, all this hoorah and hip hippity hay and uh, <laughs> all this stuff we're talking about for Jim Schwartz, um, not looking too good right now. Not looking too good. And, uh, you know, um, some folks are talking about, well, you know, we need to get back to that balance attack. And I agree. I've talked a little bit about that over my shows and in the post game again, we had 44 passes by Joe Flacco and 24 runs, not exactly balanced. Um, some will argue, well, this is a passing league, so we should just expect that. So there's a lot to uh, break down again, and it is again overreaction. And this is our therapy session for the week as uh, the Browns try to regroup. Uh, they do have a home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are currently on Monday Night Football playing uh, a Cincinnati Bengals team that is 
uh, playing pretty inspired football tonight. The game is tied 28-28 late in or about halfway through the fourth quarter. We'll keep you posted on any of those details, but the Bengals come in five and six. Jacksonville is eight and three. Um, obviously, the Bengals are in the Browns AFC North division, and uh, getting a win uh, or having them lose uh, would separate the the better teams like the Browns from the Bengals this season. The Bengals, of course, are without um, Joe Burrow, Joe Schmo. Interesting first uh, reaction, and and I talked about this last night, and. Um, with Elliot and with um, our, our buddy Sam down there in Texas, uh, this whole look with Deshaun Watson yesterday. I mean, many of you saw it if you were watching the TV broadcast and uh, the Browns uh, centerpiece, the Browns um, central figure for the rest of our lives. It seems like <laughs> um, it's dreadful. This guy, Deshaun Watson, who the, the team has, put every all their cards you know down you know everything's on on Deshaun and we're tied to this guy forever it seems like and yesterday he was out there in Los Angeles up in the suites um got into this debate with with Elliot yesterday one of our great contributors here on on the fanatical elves and um he seemed to believe that the uh Deshaun not wearing uh or wearing what he was wearing which was not Brown's gear uh he was up in the stands but Noticeably, if you watch the game, I mean, it was uh, he was up in the stands, but he was up in a suite area where other important Cleveland Brown members, including the Haslam's, uh, were up in that area too. So it wasn't like Deshaun was sitting amongst the regular fans; <laughs> he was sitting in a special section. And my complaint has been, and some of you probably would uh, believe this too, and I, I don't understand why the kid can't be wearing Cleveland Browns gear. Um, and why is he up in the suites? Nick Chubb was seen warming up, uh, injured, recovering from his injury, uh, down on the field of play. I don't know where he was exactly during the game. I don't know if anybody can tell me that. Um, but before the game, he was in wearing Brown's gear and down on the field of play. Now I've heard some people say, well, if they're injured, the NFL players aren't supposed to be down on the field of play or on the sideline during the game. Well, folks, it's Monday night and surprise, surprise. That's right. If you're tuning in, Joe Burrow, yes, that Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals, yes, he is down on the sideline tonight. Uh, by the way, wearing Cincinnati Bengals gear, injured, he has a sling over his uh, arm and shoulder, and he's down the field to play. So I'm not quite sure. Uh, I don't think that that's a rule. I don't know where that rule came from. Uh, people just want to say, oh, well, they're injured or not. <laughs> like, it's just a made-up rule. Um so that's bizarre, but the my biggest complaint right now is that Deshaun Watson looked like re really stupid <laughs> yesterday, um, sitting there. And some people say, "Well, we're, we're, I'm overreacting." Well, it is overreacting Monday, so keep that in the mind as I speak of this. Um, but where's the Browns gear? And he certainly didn't look very happy there. Now, obviously, the Browns were uh, struggling a little bit on and off, but um, sitting there with his girlfriend or wh whomever he, that was, um, not wearing the gear is just, just fi I find that just not a good, good thing. I think, you know, he's supposed to be representing this ball club, representing the Cleveland Browns. And you can't tell me that the this whole theory that Elliot was presenting about, well, I've never heard of a, a player wearing uh, uh, their gear in an opposing 
stadium like in Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hope you're joking, Elliot, because um, there are certainly uh, – oh, wait a second. We have a breaking news here. Um, it, not a surprise, but the Bengals, um, they're driving here. What now? The uh, J- Jamar Chase, by the way, for the Cincinnati Bengals. What a hothead. What a moron. Uh, this guy scored a touchdown earlier in the game, slowed down around the 10-yard line, running backwards as the Jacksonville Jaguar player tried to catch up to him and just taunting him. Why there wasn't a flag thrown by the NFL, of course, because they they like to play favorites in the NFL. Uh, just a totally taunting type of play. Wasn't flagged on it. Um, don't don't have a lot of respect for that that kid. He, uh, he has a loud mouth and he does a lot of talking. Yeah, he'll ca- catch the occasional... Uh, he caught a pass, went, what, 75 yards on that touchdown. But anyway, um, so again, overreaction Monday. I did not like the Deshaun Watson look. And moving forward, you know, here we are in the midst of this sort of ongoing quarterback saga in Cleveland. Joe Flacco, the journeyman, um, 38 years old, comes out. Um, from his couch and lights it up. By the way, the whole, I, I loved a colleague of mine who writes for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders who runs that group now, uh, Natalie Turk. Uh, she had posted something the other day on social media about um, Joe Flacco and Deshaun Watson. And the really the this complaint that all these people were saying, oh, well, you know, Watson was a little, what was it, rusty? Um, he wasn't up to, you know, what he was supposed to be like. Um, and we've been talking about that for months, a year, um, two years, right? <laughs> but then you see someone like Joe Flacco. Oh, mysteriously, he can come out there on the field of play and throw the, and sling the ball all over the field. Um, two touchdowns for the Browns, 250 yards, uh, had a lot of zip on the ball. Um, and he's 38. How old is Deshaun Watson? Like what, 25, 26, something like that? Yeah. Old man can come out off of his couch and throw the ball all over the field, like I just said. And yet weren't everyone's like giving Deshaun all these free passes. We need to stop giving Deshaun free passes. The guy I know it's like it just we're all tied to this guy, this organization is, and it's really depressing. It really is, right? I mean, what have we seen from this guy? What has he done for this organization in the two years he's been with us? It's just agony. And and Browns fans, you know that. And that's what's really disturbing tonight and disturbing this season is that we're entering week 14. And this team, yes, they're 7-5. and five, And yes, we can focus on the playoffs and potentially getting there, potentially. But generally speaking, um, it's a real mess. Um, Elliot, who I talked to yesterday, he had his podcast earlier today on the Oracle Speaks about the Browns don't have an identity. What's the identity of this Cleveland Browns team? You know, should it be a defensive team? Um, should Stefanski just let the, you know, center around that defense? But then you look at the defense and my God, you know, yesterday they were again, very, very limited. You have to, you know, you look back at this, that game yesterday, and there are so many moments where, you know, colleague at Cleveland Sports Talk, Zach, made a really, had a really good article this today, talk, pointing out 
to a really important series in that second half of that game that no one is talking about, but he, he pointed out a great series that happened where, and it shows where the Browns defense is just floundering. It was like midway through the third quarter. The, they were kind of, the Rams had been driving. They got to about the 30 yard line. But then they had a series of penalties that knocked them back to the 40. And there was like a second and 20 or second and 25. And the Browns just give up a 25, 30-yard pass play just like that. And that was happening all afternoon, giving up these, um, you know, mid-range sort of pass plays that good defensive teams don't allow in the NFL, but the Browns don't have a good defensive, especially secondary right now. Uh, they don't have a good front right now. They're not rushing. Uh, I don't know if it's the, it's the scheme, right? Probably. Um, but we're not getting pressure on any quarterback. Uh, yesterday, I know Steve Gill this morning, again, pointed out on his great dog pound South show that, you know, just put a little pressure on Matthew Stafford and he his completion rating, like with many quarterbacks, if you put pressure on the kid, they're not going to complete as many passes. The Browns weren't able to do that, and Matthew Stafford now is four and zero against the Cleveland Browns in his career. Four and zero. Yep. So again, um, you know, I, I'm not happy about this Browns defense. They have certainly let this team down. Um, Jim Schwartz has some. Uh, you know, everyone's been enamored with this guy, and I think he's a great coach. Uh, can get a lot from his players, but the players are coming down from their um, ceiling. Uh, that euphoria, that excitement—you didn't see a lot of that, did you? Yesterday, you didn't see a lot, a lot of that uh, running around and uh, high-fiving uh, players. And it's not like the defense is that injured. Some people say, well, it's because of injuries. No, nah, the defense is injured, but not like there aren't like a multitude of guys on the defensive end of the ball that are, are gone. Yes, one big guy is Denzel Ward. But again, people always – it's like Denzel Ward goes out and people automatically start saying, oh, well, he makes such a huge difference. I don't agree with that. Denzel Ward has been in this league for a long time and in with the Browns for a long time, and he has continuously been injury-prone injury prone. So, you know, I don't, I just don't, I think he makes a difference, but not the, the difference that some people imagine that he, he makes um, when he shows up. And the, but the problem is he's missed so much. You can't rely on a guy like Denzel Ward. You just can't. He's had so many concussions and so many issues. And this dates back to when he was playing at, at Ohio state. So um, things to consider. Um I think the Browns, hopefully, uh, I think most of us in the Fanatic L's, uh, when we think about going forward with the quarterback, at least for this year, uh, seem to believe that, you know, Joe Flacco should, you know, get another opportunity. I certainly believe he should. He's he's a veteran. He's um, a guy that's won a Super Bowl. Um, he just, he's just smarter <laughs> right now uh, at quarterback. And I think Kevin Stefanski should – Really, I'm hoping that he has the, the 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 mindset like that and understands that you know you got DTR and he's he's a rookie and and whatnot and he potentially could be 
um, very helpful to this team. But if you have a veteran like Joe Flacco, there's just there shouldn't even be a question of him getting out there again. I mean, he had a really decent game. If you want to go back and look at it, I mean, there and and Kevin Stefanski called again a pretty decent game. I I think there was a um, there were, were some issues as far as the run. Um, you know, the going to that pass play at late in the game. And, you know, that's on uh, Joe Flacco for making the mistake to throw it. Um, Kevin Stefanski thinks that, you know, calls the play and thinks that, you know, maybe we can catch them sleeping. Like I know we've talked about that on this show. Didn't work out, did it? So see what happens this week. It's uh, right now we're still, it's four minutes right now. And the Bengals are driving again uh, against Jacksonville. I think I'm getting my feeling is right now. It looks like Cincinnati's got the upper hand, which would give the, uh, give them the win, give them six wins, um, make that AFC North a little bit more competitive as we get down to the wire. You know, that Browns Bengals game, everyone, including myself has said, well, that's a given. They don't have Joe Burrow. It's the last game of the season, but that game is, in Cincinnati and no game in the, in the division is simple. So um, you want, the Browns want to get three more wins. They've kind of factoring that win in um, hard to say where the Browns are going to get the win. They got to, they got to get a win next. First is next week. They got five games concentrate on getting that, that win and moving forward. Um, and we'll go from there guys. Thanks again for joining us here on the overreaction Brown's therapy session Monday show. <laughs> I hope you have a very good evening. And, and again, continue to follow us along here on the fanatical L's network, part of on Apple, on Spotify. You can watch us on YouTube, spread the word, tell people about the fanatical L's. We love bringing you uh, great, great shows. And, uh, you know, we think about the Browns, like you think about the game, about the Browns. And we talk about the Browns, like you talk about the Browns. That's why you should tune in and listen to us and see if you agree and disagree. But if you, if you don't agree, that's okay. You, you can yell at us through your radio, or if you're listening to us on your phone, uh, I do. Uh, I, I, so when we, we yell amongst our colleagues here on the fanatical elves, um, that's what Browns fans do. So Guys, take care. Have a great Monday. Rest of your Monday. We'll be bringing you more shows like What the Elf Was That and the Browns Blitz later this week. Take care, everybody, and go Browns.